welcome to the Free Your Heart podcast. I'm your host and heart healer, Ashley Mondor, and I am here to serve as your guide while bringing you nourishing conversations, wisdom, and channeled messages that support your healing journey to wholeness and unconditional love. It's my hope that this podcast and the stories shared with you inspire you, expand you, and align you to the profound understanding of not only who you are, but for what's possible for you as you heal and open your heart. And with that said, I invite you to get comfortable, unclench your jaw, and release any tension you're holding in your body. Now take a deep breath in with love for yourself and for this heart-to-heart connection. And when you're ready, let's dive in. Hello, hello. So I actually had a series of events that happened and I spoke about them on Instagram, but I wanted to bring them here because I think it's a really potent topic. So let's dive in. Last week, I had a really beautiful woman who has been in my life for years, um, more of an acquaintance energy. She messaged me on my website and then that funnels through to my email and she basically talked about how much grief she's in and sorrow and how much pain she's going through and and how you know her life has basically been a series of suffering and abuse and all of these things. And so part of my work is when I'm talking with someone, it's am I actually equipped to support someone? on this part of their journey. And if I am equipped, how can you work with me? And if I am not equipped, I actually have a network of really, really, really beautiful people I trust to hold people through trauma and grief and like whatever it is that they're going through. So I'm really proud of the network that I have because they are incredible people and I have referred people to them. So in this process, I actually felt equipped to hold this woman and start the healing journey with her. And I said, I can totally understand why you feel this way, why you feel like your life has always been pain and suffering. And if you are willing to start the journey, here's how you can work with me. And she responded super quickly with, I need to work with someone through insurance. Thanks. And I get it. You know, I'm not for everyone. And I understand needing to work through insurance, especially because money is a barrier. It can be a barrier. And it will block people from being able to sit across from people like me. And, and the magical thing about that is amazing. So really, we just have data to work with. And, and now we know, okay, if this isn't the route, there are other routes to take. But what I gleaned from this interaction with her and having her unload all of the things that she's going through on me and then quickly shutting the door is that this is a pattern of behavior and if she knows that she needs to work with someone through insurance and has the resources and the ability to go do that and find someone, why hasn't she done that yet? Why hasn't she sat across from a grief therapist or a counselor? And, and maybe she hasn't, she hasn't found the right person. But how do we continue the journey forward, right? So I have to trust and believe in her power and know that she will find who she is meant to. And that maybe I was just a slight guardrail along the way, which is exciting. And when I was listening to what she was talking about, especially when she said, my life has been full of suffering and abuse and and all that, what she's telling me is that through time, she has created an identity where she is a person who experiences pain all the time. One of the hard things about having an identity in that way 
And in personal development, they say it's a victim mentality. It's the world is happening to me. All the bad things always happen to me. Of course, this would happen to me. Versus, and if you've heard this before, you may roll your eyes, but it's the world is happening for you and experiences happen for you. And you came here to experience certain themes as a soul, to grow, to deepen, to discover. And that's a very different mentality. That's that's being at cause in your life. That's choosing to be in your power no matter what happens versus, of course, this would happen to me. This always happens to me. And so we create these identities that shape our personality and shape our view of the world because what happens is information comes through your subconscious mind, goes through certain filters, like identity, like if you've had an experience like this in the past, like if you have any emotions around this or a narrative or a story, if you've seen this in your childhood, if you've seen this modeled in your parents, if you've seen this in, a, in the media, right? So it filters through all this information and then decides what are the thoughts that are in accordance with this experience? What are the feelings? How would we feel? Is this safe? Is this not safe? How do we act in accordance with these thoughts, with this identity? So if you believe that the world is happening to you and nothing ever, nothing good ever happens to you, your entire life is pain and suffering, I would ask you, how is that serving you? How is that identity serving you? The person who operates in the, I'm living in effect, everything is happening to me, that person is going to say, well, what was me? Of course. Where the person in their power would say, this sucked. I'm feeling these feelings around it. And I'm wondering what wisdom I can glean from this situation. How can I make this serve me in some way, even if it's excruciatingly painful? So now we know more about identity and mindset and how you can take things and transmute them into basically love. Painful things can be transmuted into the frequency of love if you allow it, if you're willing if you're willing enough to go to that depth. But on the surface, if someone comes to me and tells me, I'm, I'm always living in suffering and pain and, and abuse and a loveless marriage and I feel trapped and nothing ever goes my way and I never get the raise or the promotion or the job, you're actually tasking your brain to prove you right. Your subconscious mind will never make you a liar. That's a really powerful thing to know. Your subconscious mind will never make you a liar. It's always going to prove you right. So if you believe that bad things always happen to you, it's going to prove you right and give you more experiences and more examples and to show you out of the billions of pieces of information flowing into your brain, it's going to show you experiences and opportunities to make that happen. Where if you shift it into your power and into your energy and into possibility and curiosity, everything can serve you in some way. So I bring this back to say, if you are struggling and you know you need to work with someone through insurance, use the internet. There are incredible ways to find people who can take your insurance. Work through your insurance provider and ask who they recommend. The problem, though, is that I think that a number of people who know 
they have the resource, they won't actually access it because they're either too far in pain or they're unwilling to allow themselves to receive support. So they want to stay in a cycle. They want to stay in a pattern. Part of the thing about patterns is patterns are safety. Your brain loves, loves control because control is safety and not certain death. Your brain loves patterns because patterns require less energy. It takes a lot of energy to say, I'm going to go and Google therapists in my network. But actually, the act of even taking a step forward in that way is really, really powerful for your healing because you're saying, yes, I'm in pain now and I'm willing to heal it. Every tiny, tiny, tiny little step you can take forward towards more love, less pain, more light is going to bring you more energy. But you have to take the first step. You have to take the first step. So I share that experience with you because I actually spoke a little bit about it on a reel I made in Instagram. And I felt really passionate about it because, you know, I I want people to find help if they want that. I want people to find help if they want that, if they want to change. And I had a woman reach out and basically say, well, where do you find these people who do work like this? And I said, you know, I actually don't want you to share your entire experience on the internet for strangers to see. And I understand I'm a stranger, but you're asking this. It's a big deal. So please feel free to message me and I'll connect you to resources or maybe people who can support you. And she responded back to me and said basically that I lack the empathy, so she won't be reaching out. And that really stung to tell me for my entire life. People have told me how empathetic I am and actually to a point where it's not always a superpower, where it's like too much empathy. And I have this woman who I've never met who has seen a single piece of my content and decided that I lack the empathy to be supportive. So I saw that and it's like, you know what? Thank you so much for your feedback. I hope you find who you're meant to work with. And then in that process, I had another beautiful woman who's a friend comment and share her experience and what she believes to be true. And that's, you know, that's fantastic for her. And it's what she teaches and practices and preaches. But then she messaged me and said that basically, she doesn't feel safe to be witnessed in her pain with me. And that broke my heart. Because I literally work with people through their pain and their suffering. And I have a friend telling me, she doesn't feel safe to be witnessed. And so I could have responded back out of a total trigger. And been like, you know who I am. You know my heart. I can't believe you would ever think this about me. Like, how can you? And so instead, I actually took a step back and I just, I breathed. I just calmed down. I grounded back into my nervous system because it felt like an attack to my character and to my work and to my belief structures. And isn't that a beautiful gift to be triggered into my own reflection? And after sitting there and feeling the really heavy, heavy pain of being told something like that and trying not to make it mean anything about me and about my heart and what I believe in and what I care for, who I care for, how I care. And in that presence of breathing and just coming back into me and asking myself, is this true? What can I learn from this? How can she be experiencing this for me? I had realized actually what a profound gift she gave me. Because I, I understood, actually, that there was a boundary I hadn't quite set. 
I've had this boundary flexed on in the past. I just haven't held it as firmly as I needed to. So a few awarenesses around these boundaries. One, I actually don't coach friends. I don't coach friends because I need to be me and I need to be the friend, Ashley, and not always on. I don't, I don't always want to be healing and holding space for people. Sometimes I need space held for me. Sometimes I just want to be fun and playful and I want to dance the night away. And, and that's, that's because I deserve to have healthy, whole friendships where I'm not always the person holding space for you. And also, I've learned through this, when I have flexed on my boundaries, it actually makes me really bitter because paying clients who come to see me are there. They're present. They're taking what I have to say and hearing and letting it resonate and land. And there's this like back and forth dance of seeing how what we're discovering and going deeper and finding and learning and all those things, how it can support them. Where with certain friends, it was just like in one ear and out the other. Like I just needed to take your time and your energy and process what I'm going through, but I'm actually not listening to the guidance or the feedback. And maybe I don't even want your guidance or feedback. I just need to be able to verbally process. And I get it. And there are friendships who can do that. And I'm not that one because I am the type of, of healer and coach where we go to the root and the bottom of things because you want to shift, because you want to change, because you want to move forward if even for a single step. And some friendships don't want that. And that's cool. So I want to be the friend and not the healer. That was one of my first awarenesses around the boundaries. The second thing I learned is that I'm actually not for everyone and I can't be. I can't be because of my belief structures, how I was trained, how I hold space for people, my belief that people actually come to me because they want to shift, not because they want to sit in their pain. There are people who are so equipped to do that, to just hold people in their pain and just sit with them. And I think that's beautiful and magical, and that's not my strength. So if you want to be just held and witnessed in your pain and you don't want to do anything about it, I can connect you to the right people. The other awareness that I had around this boundary is actually how much growth I've had because in the past that would have totally crushed me and I would have done everything in my power for my friend to be like, no way, I can. Let me prove you right. I love you. Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. Just love me, please. Like, my heart is so full. I've got you. But actually, I took a step back and it's like, I'm willing for you to be wrong about me. I'm willing for you to be wrong about my heart because I know who I am because I know how I hold space, because I know how much love I pour into other people and how much space I hold for people to find more love within themselves. I'm willing for you to be wrong about me. And I wonder how freeing that statement is for you. How many times have you flexed on your boundaries or withheld your truth because you were afraid of how people would receive or perceive you? You were afraid of their judgment, their backlash, their resentment, how they would talk about you, the things they had to share. If you triggered them, what that would mean for your relationships, your friendships, your clients. But what if you loved yourself so deeply and you knew yourself so well that you would be unbothered by the things that people had to share about you because you know you. 
because you're willing to let people be wrong about you. And on top of that, knowing that if we have millions and billions of bits of information just floating out in the ethers in front of us, and it's all filtering in through our brain, and that information that gets filtered so precisely based on your identity and how you see the world and what you believe to be true and your conditioning and all of these other circumstances, it's presenting certain information for them to be like, hmm, do I like this person? Do I not? What is it that I see in them that I disagree with or don't like or that triggered me? Well, when you know that's how their brain is taking in information and presenting it to them, really what you did is you gave them a gift to look at themselves. Because I've had this happen. I have had people tell me, you're so light, you're so bubbly, I love being around you, you're so fun, you're so joyful. I've also had other people tell me, you're intimidating, you're really powerful. I'm kind of nervous to be around you. Isn't that fascinating? That people can have different experiences of me. If I am the same person showing up in my life day after day after day after day. So what that tells me is their inner world and their inner experience is surfacing something for them to look at within themselves. Because I believe that earth is the great hall of mirrors. Every person you sit across from can teach you something about yourself. If you're willing to be seen. So all of that to say, I wanted to bring these examples up. You know, being someone not chosen to be worked with because I didn't offer insurance. Being someone who lacks empathy to someone else or someone who does not create safety for someone else within their own pain and their own perceptions and their own experiences. I wanted to share that while that was painful, all of those things were painful. I took it from darkness and shadow, looked at it with love and compassion and space to see what was the message coming through for me, and then decided what I was going to do moving forward. Again, I can hold you and love you and witness you in, in your pain and also knowing I am going to ask you deep, deep questions based on my intuition and my training to see where is the root of this coming from? Where did we pick this up? Do you actually want to shift and change if even a step forward? Some people may believe that I lack empathy. Some people have told me that I have too much empathy. I think I know who I am now. I love who I am. I love how I hold space. I love the things I talk about. I love that when I trigger people, I know that it's in in their highest and greatest good because it's a gift I'm giving them to go deeper within themselves and to heal. I love that every time I repel people with my content and they send me messages and they don't like what I have to say or whatever that is, I'm actually repelling them into spaces where they can find people they were born and destined to work with. So maybe I'm a guide rail. Maybe I'm a bumper rail, like in bowling. And I just wanted to give you that if you are afraid of speaking your truth and holding your beliefs and afraid of triggering people. What if you actually knew and believed and trusted in yourself and that you were willing to have people be wrong about you? Because you know you. Because you've got you. And I wonder how that would change your life. I wonder how that would free your expression. I wonder how much more of you you could bring to the world, to your relationships, to your job, your business, to your everyday interactions with people. How would you hold yourself if you knew that you had you? So thank you for listening today. I love you. I believe in you and I believe in your power. I believe that you were here for a reason and on purpose and that you have your beliefs 
and your expression and the things on your heart for a very specific reason. Even if there's things that I disagree with or other people disagree with, it's fine. We came here to experience, to explore certain themes in our life. How exciting. I hope you have a beautiful day. If you loved this episode, would you do me a favor and leave me a quick rating? Or could you share this episode with someone you love? This is super, super helpful for me on my mission to opening more hearts across the world and connecting people back to the truth of their souls. Thank you so much for being with me. 